The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. <laughs> you, you, you heard that too, right? That's, that's wild. Hey, that's that's wild, Jazz. Is that? Ain't that so? The slights continue. It's man. all good. You are now rocking with the best. This is the Players Lounge. I'm Heckma Harrison. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this, this, I'm Heckma Harrison. And uh, joining me at the desk per usual are my guys, D Mac uh, and my man BC is yes, in sir, the yes, building. Sir. And, fellas, 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 we are on the eve. We are on the eve of. Uh, game day. And, and yes, Nui, Nui Scruggs is out today. He is on a plane on his way to the Fiesta Bowl. Yes, out there in Glen- or yeah, Phoenix yeah. or Glendale or Phoenix or something. One of, yeah, one of them. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> TCU. He he trying to, he going to go get set up for the uh, for the Super Bowl. He's going to scout out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get things ready for us. But, uh, guys, it's, uh, it's on the eve of game day. And so we have the Players Lounge in the building uh, today. And mm-hmm. we're going to break down some things. But per usual, how I get things started is I check in with my guys just to see where y'all are, how your mental's doing. And, and, and D-Mac, I'm going to start with you, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm having a blast. The, the Christmas is over. Thank thank God <laughs> Christmas is over. Okay, birthday, December birthdays. I got one left my big sister. Now we got New Year's, and then my, my pockets will be – I'm going to give them a break. They need to replenish. They got you know what I'm saying? But other than that – there's a lot of smiling faces in the McCray household, so I'm okay. That's I'm, I'm having a good time. Man, that is good to hear, That's brother. What about you, BC? As usual, things are going great, man. Things are going great. Extremely blessed out here. It's a beautiful day. It's warming up. So you know yeah. what that means for me. I'm going to be out there swinging them clubs here soon. So right. it's been a blessed day. Family good. Everybody's good. So, you know, can't complain, man. What about you, big dog? Man, I, you know what? It's been the holiday season. And, you know, I am always feel abundantly blessed during the holiday season, man. Having my children uh, in town. My daughter came home from New York, so. So that was amazing just to be able to have, you know, all of my children under one roof, mm-hmm. you know, for the holidays is, is is awesome, man. But, you know, it just doesn't get any better, bro. Doesn't get any better. Today, I will say this. Today is the 28th. Today is the 11th anniversary of my brother's passing. Oh. Um, my brother, best friend and business partner died 11 years ago, 39 years old, died of a massive heart attack, man. And it, it wow. hey, man, it was it, one of the hardest things I ever had to get over in my life. And I say this and I share this with the people that's out there, man, because I want you to know as much as during this season as we deal with everything as a family uh, and during the holiday season, it's very important to always point out, man, that people are dealing with loss and grief, yeah. you know, during the holiday yeah. season. And so, man, this is one of those days it took me a long time to get past. But, brother, I'm in the building. It and is. I'm in here and I'm rocking with y'all. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. do our thing today. You feel what I'm saying? We're going to no do doubt. our thing no today. Um, I got one question. Go ahead, homie. Hey, they sell golf balls at Walmart? Yeah, they do. Okay, right. They do yeah, the pack, too. That's yeah, the pack. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to take a seat. Well, he, don't he don't know. He don't know. If they do, if they do, he don't know. Target sell them, too. Target sell them. We know you know much. What is it? Now, I got to ask this question now. What is it about Target? That everybody like my I have a, my little sister. She won't shop. She has to go every day, oh, and I'm like, man, you need to buy Target stock. 
Is it something that they – is it a pheromone that they spraying in the air that got everybody going back and forth to Tajay? I think it's – I don't know. Somebody put some marketing scheme out there <laughs> to where, like, for some reason – because when I was growing up, Target wasn't, like, the bougie stuff. Like, it was just, you know, the same as, you know, hills everywhere else. Right. For some reason – I don't know if they caught a celebrity in there or what happened, but – it felt like, like you said, people pronounce it Tarjay now. Tarjay. Like, I'm like, what the? Where yeah. did this come from? So, I, remember, I remember Jamie Foxx did that, but I mean, it's it's the same reason of like you go to the mall and you see like the line outside of the Louis store and the Gucci yeah, store yeah. and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, why do people need to go spend that much money on on a purse or, yeah. or a wallet or whatever it is, right? Because it makes you feel a little bit more rich. <laughs> so when you pull up to Target and you, see, and you see Walmart across the street, you like. I'm too rich for that. Exactly. I'm going there. The buggies, the buggies are better. It's the buggies are better. Smooth. They do ride smooth. It's cleaner. The clothes are better in Target than they are in Walmart. Man. People feel like they got a little bit more uh, better quality, quality to yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why. Like, why, why would I go there? I could just go across the street to Target, and I feel like I'm just a little bit more expensive. I feel better about myself. It's Target. Well, I tell you, I tell you what. The tight, the Titans are not dealing with a Target at the quarterback position. <laughs> right now they probably oh wish they could upgrade a lot of things right now and this is interesting man this is a, a an article I read from the Tennessee and uh, about 62 quarterbacks have started this year this season in the NFL wow. all right and so that means that there's only 12 teams in the NFL that has had their starting quarterback start for all 17 weeks so teams have been down to second and third 49ers, yeah. all right? You look around the league, Pittsburgh Steelers back and forth with, with, with guys. There has been no continuity at the quarterback position. It's weird uh, mm-hmm. to have such a year uh, that they've had. I mean, the Cowboys, we, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. I mean, so we know what this is all about. And sometimes, most of the time, when you have to go to your backup quarterback, season down the drain. Mm-hmm. Malik Willis, bless his soul, okay? This brother has had it tough. Yeah. He's had it tough. And right now, three stars, 13 first downs. That is second to last in the NFL. And I remember me and Kyle called uh, his game when he was at Liberty. Mm-hmm. Man, RPO specialist had a little touch on his ball. And, and, and I think that the promise that they had for Malik Willis coming out of the draft was probably a little bit over his head. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching him, man, just going back and just watching the film on him, I just cut it off. It's, it's, it's garbage. It's out. It's bad. Ooh, like it's, like taking out the trash bag. Yeah, like, it's bad. Oh, it's is bad. Jalen Hurts bad or is it? No, no, no. Don't okay. do that to me. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. What, what do type of bad is it? No, no, no. Because <laughs> you know what my thing is with him, and you know why I can't get over that hurdle. So don't do that to me, dog. It ain't, okay. It's not even in all the right, same okay, building. Right. Now, come on, now. Now you try to take me all the way out the game. I'm not saying that. I'm telling you that Malik Willis. As a quarterback, he is having his struggles. Yeah. And, you know, if we see Dobbs, who they just signed 10 days ago, it wouldn't surprise me because uh-huh. Vrabel is trying to find something uh, on this offense. But just starting with the Tennessee offense, uh, what are you guys thinking uh, about them when you break down the tape, uh, you take a look <laughs> at them, and BC, I'll start with you. I think, you know, and it has been this way for the past, you know, couple years, even with Ryan Tannehill being in here, I think their offense starts and stops with Derrick Henry. I mean, they call him King Henry for a reason. The guy's been the best running back in the league for the past couple of seasons. This year, he struggled a little bit, you know, fumbling the ball a lot out there, and he hasn't really gotten those yards that we've come accustomed to seeing. But it still starts and stops with him. When you talk about Malik Willis, the guy is superbly athletic. Like, the guy can run around anybody. He can create, you know – 
He can create uh, extended time for his wide receivers to get open out there. So he has that bag, but I just don't think he's matured as a quarterback enough to go out there and do that. Like, I feel like if he's extending the play, he's looking to run. Like, he's not even looking downfield. He's looking, oh, the pass rush is here. Let me get out of here with my legs. So, I don't think he's even looking to extend the play for his wide receivers out there. So, I feel like as if the Cowboys can come in here, and if Derrick Henry even plays, like if he even plays, if you can contain him or kind of slow him down, then that offense is shot. It's shot because if you look at Malik Willis, what he does on tape, he heists the ball, he looks at his number one option. If that's not there, he's taking off. I mean, right. he, does, he hasn't gone through his progressions yet. He's not seeing what number two is doing, number three is doing. He's not checking the ball down. He's using his legs or looking at that number one option. So if they can slow down Henry, it could get extremely ugly for the Tennessee Titans uh, come Saturday, or come tomorrow, actually, Thursday. Right. And, and, and Danny, knowing that Malik Willis' average pass yards are, are between you know four and five yards, as a defense, are you licking your chops saying that look, man, we can, you know, we're gonna put all the pressure that we possibly can on this young man to make sure that we force him to into a mistake and also flush him out because we know he's a runner. Yeah, I mean, knowing that if you're looking at the stats and if the tape says the same thing about. The routes that they're running, I imagine Trayvon Diggs and, and, and Deron Bland and Nashawn Wright to be sitting on every route. Yeah. Every route. You sit at the sticks. 36, sit at the sticks. Yeah. 34, sit at the sticks because his average distance of throwing the ball or pass, uh, pass attempt is that low to where you know that that's most likely where it's going. And if you're able to get that same type of pass rush that we had gotten three, four weeks ago, then the ball has to come out fast. But I think the issue with Malik is that it would work out for him if that guy in Philadelphia was still there. When you're looking for your number one read and you got an A.J. Brown, Brown yeah. right? Like, that's that's the type of guy who, that you need when you have a backup quarterback in. You need one of those guys who, who they're going to be open anyways. Yeah. And I could just take that shot and throw it to him. You're seeing they don't have that. And then when you also don't have a Derrick Henry playing in the game or if he if he's having a bad rushing game, now you don't have that number one receiver guy who's a superstar who you could throw it to. Derrick Henry's game isn't working. So, yeah. It's, it's his legs, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. like, you, you got to play to what you know, <laughs> yep. and, and and that's what it looks like. So if we stop the run, this should be a good game for us. This should be a good game for my fantasy team. This should be a good game for Cowboys. I hope your team win. They should have a good New Year's. But you got to stop the run, man. You got to. And you, got, you can't sleepwalk in here. It's a Thursday, it's a Thursday game. Yeah. So you got to come in here with your mind right. Doing the right thing. Stopping the dang run. <laughs> because yeah. we're going into the playoffs, you're going to have to stop the run. Whatever team you play, they're going to try to run the ball against you. So I'm hearing you schematically, you're saying that, look, you know, crowd a line of scrimmage, that needs to be number one because yes. you're not as worried about Malik Willis trying to throw over the top. Now, he does have weapons, the rookie also, Traylon Burks. Burks, he's, he's coming you know, along. I mean, he has. You know, he has Robert Woods, and he also has Austin Hooper as his tight end. Not A.J. Not AJ Brown. No, I mean, no, no. Big difference. All right, big difference. Now, there's no comparison between that and and the Tennessee Titans didn't do themselves any favor by trading away AJ Brown. I mean, what are you thinking? (laughs) Well, they made the same mistake. They they paid Ron Tannehill instead. Before you paid Derrick Henry, then you trade away AJ Brown. It makes no sense. Yeah. no, it, it really is. Like It's one of those things that it really boggles the mind. You try and find out what they're going to do. And Ryan Tannehill has been nursing a, uh ankle injury, I believe, and he's had his his, his shortcomings also. As a quarterback, he's had his shortcomings, and they have been uh, documented. But this is a team in Tennessee. They may not have to win this game in particular, but they are against the ropes. Oh, yeah. so, so this is a struggling team. And for me, I'm saying – this is a team that doesn't deserve to be on the same field with you. 
So the things that we've struggled with in the last couple of weeks is to take Philly out of that, let's just say, the Houston game, all right, where you can't come in playing with your food. Go ahead. You got to step on their throat early. You, you got to step on them. I, you can't I, – I don't see them in the same vein as Jacksonville, and this, that's the common opponent that we have in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville handled their business first, Tennessee. Boy, I'm telling you. Yep. They handled their business. And so you talk about a team that's stopping the run and doing – they kind of gave you the blueprint on how you do that. But switching over to the other side, Mike Vrabel is from the Bill Belichick School of Defense. Mm-hmm. And some things never change. Death, taxes, and you know, <laughs> they going to have a good defense. <laughs> they going to have a good defense. <laughs> and um, the one thing that I think is really surprising about these guys is that their ability to shut you down with just four up front. They can do. They can get. They create pressure. They don't blitz a lot, as we know. Dak Prescott is one of the better quarterbacks in the league when you, under pressure. What is his Achilles' heel? Is when you go after him with just four guys, and you can leave all those guys in the back end. Talk to me, BC. And, and I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons is a grown man in there. Yeah, that dude is a beast. Like I understand there's Aaron Donald, but you, a little shade <laughs> below that is Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, all right, that guy he eats double teams alive. Yeah, and he can st- he can affect you both ways. He can stop the run, and he can also get pressure up the gut against the quarterback. And as we've seen, you know, Dak a lot of his pressure comes from the edges. You know, having that young, you know, Tyler Smith out there. You know, having a you know Tyron Smith coming back. You know, still a little bit rusty. A lot of that pressure has come from the edge, and he's been able to step up in the pocket and still make those throws down the field. It's going to be interesting this game because you got Bud Dupree on the outside. You got Jeffrey Simmons who can force that pressure on the inside. So I think it's going to be a long afternoon for Connor McGovern out there because they're going to try to get their best interior rusher, which is Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah on probably our worst interior guy, which is McGovern. Because, you know, not nothing against him, but he's no Zach Martin. Right. So they're not going to have those two battling all day. He's going to try to take the weakest option, which is McGovern. You got to be able to block this dude. Because if you can't, we've seen this guy in the past be a game wrecker. Like, he can come in there and he can destroy the whole entire game for you. So they still got that man out there. And defensively as a whole, you know, they're not the greatest. You know, you're not a lot of household names outside of Jeffrey Simmons, but they play as a unit. If you see out there, they play off each other's strengths and weaknesses. They're fast out there, and they make you earn your yardages. Like, they're mm-hmm. not just going to give you something over the top. So, it's going to be a little bit tougher for our offense, but overall, I still think we have the ability and the depth to handle this Tennessee defense. Yeah, and to piggyback off what you said, like, the defenses that play that way, they make it really hard on, on offenses, especially offensive coordinators who want to take those big shots, yeah. who want to, who wanna, hey, man, it's a five-play drive for, for 80 yards, and then we score. We, when we play defense, our defense coordinators will usually say, hey, man, they're going to make a mistake. They're going to yep. get impatient, and at some point on a 12-play drive, they're going to make a mistake, they're going to get impatient, and then all of a sudden, that's when you can make a big play, get you a sack, get you a forced fumble, yep. get you an interception. This is the type of defense that they're playing. They play solid defense, solid enough for you to where, like you said, they have they force you to, to earn every yard. Got to work for it. Right? So this is a killing more game when trust – <laughs> becomes a thing, right? You have to be consistent, and you have to make sure you're sticking with the run like Mike McCarthy praised you for last week and said, hey, no matter what happened, we, we still ran the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still have to be able to do that and not not get out of sorts if the running game isn't working at the beginning or if you're not all of a sudden able to get those deep shots. You still got to be able to, to, to stay in some type of uh, flow mm-hmm. and, and not let the di- uh, defense dictate what you're trying to do because that's all they want to do. That's they want to line up in whatever look, disguise, and, and try to force you to 
get into a running play or a favorable uh, pass play to where they know exactly what you're doing. So this is a Kellen, this is this is Kellen Moore thing, right? We yeah. talk about him possibly being in the running for head coach uh, for the Denver Broncos. This is these are those games where you say, "All right, man, this is on you. you it's it. on you. Let, show me what you can do." Yeah, and I think the thing for me coming off of the Philly game is this offense has some momentum to it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is multiple uh, touchdown throws for Dak Prescott. And you talk about Tennessee and what they present. You're right. Not a lot of household names, mm-hmm. but, boy, do they play together and they run to the ball. They're not going to let a lot of slippage happen. It's been because their offense has been setting them out to drive. I mean, oh. you, can, you can only go so many three and outs to your defense. That's what's they been died. breaking their back because, because they get tired. But as far as an offensive game plan, and you were breaking that down a little bit, um, you're saying heavy run game. No, I'm, I'm saying you gotta you gotta be balanced. You gotta be balanced. So at this okay. time, so we we have been talking about C.D. Lamb and him not arriving how we thought that he should, yeah. right? Okay. And then the last couple of weeks, we said, all right, this this is the guy. Dude's coming. This is the guy. So if you have a game to where you say the Tennessee Titans don't deserve to be on the field with the Cowboys, this is your chance to then continue that momentum, continue to get C.D. Lamb rolling because you're gonna need him once you get into the playoffs. Right. Make sure you get T.Y. Hilton involved because yeah. you picked him up. You want him to be a part of the offense. So if they take Taking away CD, taking taking away Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, who hasn't played much, now he getting some re- he's getting mm-hmm. some reps, and then you got to continue to feed Zeke, and you got to continue to feed Tony Pollard. So you got to be balanced, <clears throat> but you want to use this as something to keep continue to help you right. gain momentum going into the playoffs, not just run it run it forty five times and and make it a bland uh, type of game plan. You need to make sure you mix it up because we need momentum. Yeah. We need the offense to be clicking on all cylinders when we get into the playoffs. And, and this is why I think it'll be a, a, a big game for Dalton Schultz. Like I feel like this can be a g- big game where you work in the middle of the field because from what we understand, you know Tennessee they love to run that two high s- uh, safety system, right. which means they want to keep everything in front of them. So I don't see a lot of you know deep shots being had. I, you know CD Land he might be able to work that slot a little bit as well. But whoever's working that middle of the field is going to be a big day. And I think it'll be Dalton Schultz against those linebackers out there. We've seen he has the ability to get open versus one-on-one coverage as well as his own coverage. He's extremely smart. He's that security blanket. So I can see a big game for Schultz out there working on those linebackers. Because like I said, they're, they're going to make every everything, you know, they're going to make you earn it. And what we've seen when they have to earn it, they go to Dalton Schultz. Dak and Schultz have that connection when they got to earn their yards and they have to make big plays. So look out for Schultz having a big game this week. My man. fantasy team too. So oh, here we go. Man, like, it's all championship. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it's, it's all about the fantasy it's team. All about I mean, it, man. Hey, man, when you pick up, I'm like you, bro. I got Dak Prescott, I got Dalton Schultz, and I got the Cowboys defense. Man, I mean, I'm, Cowboy I'm heavy Cowboys yeah, over here, bro. He did. Well, you look at the you, you look proud. at the Tennessee Titans <laughs> and you look at their linebackers. It is a cue next to everybody's name. They are hurting at the line. Yeah, they are. They are hurting at the linebacker position. So you're right. Look for Dalton Schultz, uh, Hendershot, yeah, Ferguson man. to have a big game. I think these guys go heavy uh, run package against them. I, I do understand. Believe even what you're saying and agree with you wholeheartedly, the the balance that they have to have is going to be important. Last game, 35 run, 35 uh, pass attempts to 31 rush attempts. Balance. That's balance. Balance. And it was only that, that uh, way in passing because you had to make that drive at the end of the game That's and true. you were trying to fight back into it. Exactly. Being down 10 at the beginning. Yep. Or else it would have been more, it would probably been spot on. Yep, there it is. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we got a guy we need to talk about when we come back from the break, boy, because uh, I think the bazooka tripping a little bit. Oh, <laughs> you man. We to talk about this. Oh, the briefcase. <laughs> the briefcase. <laughs> One of the latches don't work right Uh-oh. now. But we'll be back with more. Players Lounge, (laughs) sponsored by Tostitos. 
But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. This is how we country. Country Music Party of the Year is coming to the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does it country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th and get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. D. Mac will be in the building. With his boots on, ready to go. Ready to roll. Roll. You want me in the building, oh, man? Nah, I, ain't bold. I ain't got my cowboy boots or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. yeah. You don't got no boots? I don't got no cowboy boots, bro. Just But you from Ace? Y'all don't? You from Ace Town? Yeah, I ain't riding no horses, though. I see the dudes riding the horses <laughs> around the neighborhood and stuff, but yeah, I ain't. You got a pair of boots? I got some Chelsea boots. About it. You ain't got no boots, bro. You ain't got no boots, dog. That might be something we can, you know. Get some boots. Get some boots, bro. Get some I mean, boots. I mean, we. I'm gonna get some Lucas or something, right? Because that's uh, Lucas. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, get, no, get you some. Get you some boots. Some, some professional made. Some real boots, bro. I do watch Yellowstone. I might go. You get might you some, a horse too. Get you. Get you some. Get you some ostriches. You from the south, bro. You done seen plenty of them, man. Yeah, man. Everybody wear them. I was thinking about going to Tennessee, too. Not this game, but, you know, I want to go to Nashville. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get fitted. They say that, whatever the street. What's the, what's the name of the street down there? I don't know. The they say it's or turned something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say it's turned over there. I'm being a, you know, I think you're thinking man. Bill Street. Bro, I don't know what street uh, it is. But in Nashville, right? They, that yeah, main drive. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Look, look, see why you said look. I'm, I'm starting to get my. Uh, I'm getting my. I'm getting. See what I'm saying, dog? Uh, come on, don't act like I'm fronting on you. Yeah, my country yeah. song list. You know hey. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. let me hop in the whip. You talking about some old yeah. town road? Nah, nah, nah. They got, they got, they got, they got a song called uh, "Cold Beer Calling My Name." 
It didn't okay. fit me right. Fit you right. Yeah, you know, Getting you get home right. and you, yeah, man, you just want to pop open that Miller Lite. Miller Lite. You know <laughs> yeah, when you want to pop that open, call me. Call Official me. beer of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> that man is not going to make that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> make sure he get that right. You know who the official sponsor oh, is. That's For sure. For sure. And so good when it's cold. Believe that. Um, but, guys, yesterday, um, Michael Parsons was in the locker room, man, and they interviewed him and, and was asked about the, you know, only one sack in the last three games. And, it, man, it sounds like to me that the pressure is starting to get to mm. Michael a little bit. Yeah. I, I can see that happening. You know, cats don't realize unless you play for the star, unless you've been around here, there's a lot of pressure when you got that on the side of your helmet. Yeah. Especially if you one of the best players on that said team. Like we understand how it works. Even even D Ware, you know, yeah. Hall of Fame guy, when he gets into it, he was getting scrutinized. And, you know, if you're not making these plays, are you still that good? Every time you step on the field and you got that star on your helmet, you're under a microscope from everybody. We all understand what it is. When when the Cowboys play, they could be playing Houston. Y'all been there. So y'all already know what the pressure is. Thankful to me, I wasn't one of them, you know, top flight guys where every move was, you know, under a microscope. But for him, you know, being up for defensive player of the year, having that star on your helmet, you're going to get the criticism. You're going to get scrutinized for every little thing you do. Um, Look, he hasn't had those sack numbers these past couple games that we've, you know, become accustomed to seeing. But he's still affecting the game. Right. The guy's still able to get pressure out there. He's still able to beat double teams. And he's still opening up things for the other, you know, defensive linemen out there. It's just that you don't see those numbers on the stat sheet. And I can understand him being a younger player. It's frustrating. You know, you used to having your way out there. You used to, you know, getting sacks and being that guy. Yeah. And when people start to criticize you and say, you know, I think he's fell off, you know, it gets to you a little bit. It irks you a little bit. So I can understand where he's coming from. But, you know, being a leader of that defense, understanding where you guys are at at this stage in your career and this stage in the season, you got an opportunity to do the big things. Don't worry about what the outside people say, man. Just go out there and keep doing your thing. So hopefully he uh, he takes that and, you know, runs with it. Come on, D-Mac. Well, listen, what do Come you, on, D-Mac. What, what, what do you, first of all, leader of the defense is Demarcus Lawrence and, and, and Curse. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I say this, and I say this because I remember having these conversations about D-Law, right? Mm-hmm. D-Law, franchise twice – Getting 15, 16 sacks, and then all of a sudden, he get paid, and then people scrutinize. Oh, man, you ain't get 16 again. You ain't get this. You ain't get that. Right? Right? <laughs> I was one. What, what the same, wasn't the same attitude. They're like, hey, man, I, I'm worried about what I'm going to do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they asked Mike McCarthy about the pass rush. He said the only people who need to be worried about our pass rush is the people that we're going against. Right. Like, I, that's the only people I want to talk about it with. Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons, you're a great player, bro. You're doing your thing. Keep on doing it. You are disrupting the game. But we got to keep that same energy, though, that you have for D-Law. All right? Because yeah. when D-Law was out there, he was getting three sacks in the season. I was like, you know, he still is effective in the run game. He's still getting pressures. He's just not getting no sacks. It's not showing up on the stat sheet. Everybody's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So get you some sacks, big dog. <laughs> well, he still got what, like 13, 12, 13 sacks yeah. in yes. a year? Like he's yeah. still doing work. Yeah. He has 27 sacks in two seasons. The only two players to ever do that is Alden Smith and Reggie White. Yeah, he needs some more. Reggie. Yeah. He, he needs some more. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. He needs, like we this is what we have come to expect out of Michael Parsons. So yeah. And he, he seems like a guy who wants to live up to those ex- expectations or he always wants to be better. That's why you see him talking to to, D, uh, to um, DeMarcus Ware and going to seek out some yeah. of the best players in the world at whatever sport they're playing because he wants to figure out how to be better. So he's holding himself to a high standard. That's cool. But 
Don't take it personal. Do you, and I'm saying, like, do you tell them, like, come on, dog, pump your brakes? You know, when, <laughs> especially when I, I think the expectation is what really is starting to get to them because people start throwing around names like Lawrence Taylor, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Derek Thomas. Like, the the greats of the game, they are start, his name is starting to become synonymous with is that what's throwing a young guy off? You got to think, he's still, what, 23 years young, old? Young, young, yeah. He's a young guy. So, like, do you believe, like, even with, with what you're seeing, like, when you watch him on film, are you are you saying to yourself, here's a guy that's pressing for those numbers or a guy that's playing within the system? He's getting better. Yeah. He's getting better. He's getting His pass moves are getting better. He's trying out new things. He's still causing pressure. He doesn't look like he's he's, he's trying too hard. You see him chasing down quarterbacks after he makes a spin move inside. He's still playing as hard as he can. He just isn't getting no sacks at the moment. And then two games from now, he'll get four. Yeah, <laughs> right. He can do that. Like, right. He can do like, that. That's, that's, how, that's the game of football, man. It happens that way. The greats have been through three or four games where they got one sack, and then they mm-hmm. came in and got four. Or five. That's just how it happens. But the way that you handle it inside the locker room and the way that his DQ is talking to him, say, hey, man, don't worry about that. That's what he needs to listen to. I don't think it's a big deal that he said it. Like, yeah. I, he seems like a guy who's going to say what's on his mind anyway. But, you know, <laughs> he's a fat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, but he's, I know when he, when he gets out there, he's still going to be the same Michael Parsons. Yeah. But you guys have played with some elite pass rushers, oh, yeah. being secondary players, but you've played with those guys that have had those high sack numbers. What was their, you know, mentality, you know, going through those big numbers like that? I mean, just, just staying consistent or just from your experience with playing with guys like that? Like the guy, the, the two biggest sack um, leaders that I've been around and had a chance to, or, or pleasure to play with was DeMarcus Ware here. You know, he was – and it was prime DeMarcus. He was doing work. Mm-hmm. And then Clayus Campbell down in Jacksonville. Yeah. And what both of those guys had in common, at least in my opinion, is – they went a hundred. I'm talking about 150 percent once they got on them field. Like it, it don't matter. Once you get in between those two lines, they're going 150 miles an hour and 100 percent all the time. And to me, they didn't let any type of outside noise, you know, bother them. Getting double teamed, you getting chip blocked. I mean, we saw earlier in the season when when Tampa Bay was chip blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? Uh, Parsons. They was chip blocking Parsons, and he was over there. Oh man! As soon as yeah. he got, I'm on Twitter. Oh, this is how they gonna do it? Yeah. Not they didn't worry about none of that. They was just like, hey, I'm gonna get double team. I'm gonna get triple team. But I'm gonna find a way to affect the game no matter what. And both of those guys were able to do that. And I believe Michael Parsons has that ability to do it as well. He just gotta cancel out all that outside noise. Focus on his job, his responsibility, what he's supposed to do out there, and he'll be just fine. But you gotta block all that other stuff out. And you can't worry about you know what guys in the media like us say about you. Just go out there and help your teammates do what they. Yeah, D. D- Ware was a guy you just you never heard. <laughs> no complaints. Not, especially not outside. He might come in the locker room and be like, "Hey man, I, I like this is my time. I know I need to get some more. I need to do more, whatever." But nah, I was it was never anything like mm-hmm. that. You never heard. It. He just went out there and got played Mike Vick. Got four sacks. You just <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. Like to me, it, it's some of these things are starting to to reek of immaturity. You know, you see it, it yeah. Some, and, you see it. He says, oh, "Okay, see what." <laughs> He says some of them. <laughs> no, it, it is. It's just starting to reek of immaturity and, you know, a guy that has a bright future. And you <clears throat> and you hope that there's someone in the locker room that he goes to that he can talk to uh, like you guys have had and, yeah. and, and have talked about the leadership in the locker room it's because he's a great football player. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I when I saw that, when I saw that quote, I'm like. Michael, you don't need to get nobody your because can't nobody feel your shoes, dog. You already know that, you know. Can't nobody play and do what you do. And so this defense going into this week to me, I want we talked about momentum for the offense. 
momentum for the defense is just as important. Uh, the takeaways, being able to get take the ball back, I think a lot of times we worry from last season to this season, can we continue with the interceptions? That was a big ask, right? Yeah. And now you see a lot of the fumbles get taken, just a whole nother facet of this defense starting to take over. For you guys, look, going over the next two games to end the season, what is your what is your big thing about this defense that you need to see, especially coming into this game with Tennessee, that you know that momentum that they can carry from the Philly game and all the other games that they've had uh, to come out of this one with the victory as well? Oh man, that cornerback position, like we like we're going to get the reps there, yeah. but I want that to be a little bit more solid than it has been. I want whoever's in there to have the confidence to be able to say, "Hey, man, if we play man to man." Then DQ trust him enough to say that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play it and we're gonna we're gonna try to stop the run because that leads me into my next one. We got to figure out a way. We're not gonna get a whatever ton better in being able to stop the run, but we have to at least hold hold the, the line of scrimmage a little yeah, bit right. better mm-hmm. at some point uh, before we get into the playoffs. We have to see a, a, a concerted effort of these guys and these coaches saying, "Hey, man." The thing we have to do is stop the run, okay? Because we have to earn the uh, earn the earn the right to rush the passer, and if we can't do that, that's how you get teams coming in here running for 150, 192, and that will be another thing that happens to you in the playoffs, like right. it did last mm-hmm. year, if you don't figure out a way to shirt that up. What do you do? You play man to man, and you put a lot lot more guys in the box. You putting guys on the line of scrimmage. We need to figure out a way for teams to fear us just a little bit more when they say, "Hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball on these on." This team all day. That's what I need to see for in the next two weeks from uh, from the Cowboys. No, I agree with you 100. First, you got to stop the run, and then second, you got to earn the right. You know all that good stuff. But to me, I need to see that swag bump the defensive line come back. You know, once you're able to stop the run, I got to see these guys be able to pressure the quarterback. I mean, that was huge for this team and this defense, especially the first what 12, 13 weeks of the season. They were able to throw. Waves upon waves upon waves of pass rushers at the quarterback. You know, right. from Parsons and D Law, then you got Armstrong and Fowler and all the guys in between there. They were able to hit you with fresh bodies and able to get after your quarterback out there. For the past, I'm gonna say three weeks, it hasn't been that way. You know, I think they have one sack in these past three weeks, and that was against Trevor Lawrence early in the game. First quarter. In the first yeah. quarter. Ever since then, Quarterbacks have had a clean pocket, and they've been able to pick this defense apart. I mean, if you go back to the Houston game, there should be no way in hell that Driscoll and uh, Davis Mills were able to go back there and throw the ball like they were able to. Then you go to Jacksonville. I understand they're extremely talented out there. They got a lot of weapons outside. But you shouldn't have had Trevor Lawrence out there looking like Peyton Manning. The guy was dicing the secondary apart. And with the injuries they have in the secondary, you got to rely on that D-line to get pressure on them. And then you fast forward to last week against Gardner Mitchell, who hasn't played at all this season. Right. He goes for over three bills on you. Like it, it's you got to get that swagger back amongst that defensive line. And I don't know if that's sending more people, making it more exotic, but – They've got to be able to win their one-on-ones because that's what they were able to do earlier in the season and get pressure on these quarterbacks. And if you're not able to get pressure on the quarterbacks, when you get to the playoffs and you're going against a guy like, you know, whoever, even Tom Brady, if you give him a clean pocket, he's still able to dice you up. So I got to see that swag amongst the uh, D-line back in there. How how much do you guys consider or put into to play? I mean, I think everybody's hurt at this point in the season. Everybody's dealing with injuries. But the Cowboys have been decimated. By yeah. by injuries and Jonathan Hankins, <clears throat> that, was, it, it, that yeah. was a. I mean, he came in with a big question mark. People didn't really know who he was, but he came in. and He handled his business right. Jordan Lewis yeah. going out, 
that that's a big miss yeah. in our defense. Anthony Brown, as much as people have been dragging him through the mud and talking about him, his, he has been sorely missed in this secondary. Does any of that come into consideration for you as you start talking about this Cowboys defense and where they are right now? Only Anthony Brown. Yeah. Uh, Only Anthony Brown. Yeah, because you had Deron Bland uh, who came in. Secondary-wise, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anthony Brown, to me, is the biggest because you had Deron Bland who could, who could come in and, and – and be serviceable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I think the Kelvin Joseph experiment kind of puts you behind the eight ball a little bit. So hopefully Nation Wright can can be a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Can be worse. Uh, yeah. yeah. It can be worse than this. Hey man, I've seen some. <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. We 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 seen some of that. But I think that is going to be a focal point for other teams who play against us, right? If you are able to figure out a way to stop the run, then you know the pressure is going to that left corner. They like they out there. They 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 looking for a guy who they can say, I'm throwing at him every time. What type of scheme can I get to make sure that this guy ends up in one on one against whoever uh, on my offense? And if we don't figure out a way to share that up, you have a hard time. Even if you do stop the run like we're asking yeah. for, because it's gonna be check all day. He going. Hey, yeah, right there. Cut, fade, whatever, whatever secret sign they got, you'll see that for the entire game. Kind of like how you saw against Kelvin Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't believe Malik Willis has that in his wheelhouse. No. Anybody else? No, 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 no. No, no, yeah. no, no. I'm not talking about for him. I'm talking about yeah, everybody for, for else. Us, for us moving. Yes. Yeah, for us moving. No, absolutely. But hey, uh, we're going to take a break. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about my favorite subject. One, two, three, four. Uh, coming up next on the Players Lounge. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Enjoy Premier Dining, 
shopping and experiences from over 20 plus restaurant shops and more at the Star District. Make sure to shop into shop, stop into the district's newest additions: Women's Boutique, Monkeys of Frisco, Shree Fine Art Gallery, Lombardi Casina Italiana, and the Talk of the Town, the Glen, the Glen and the Monarch Stage. Visit the stardistrict.com for the full directory. Man. Yeah, stag, my I, bad. I ain't gonna let you do it yeah, like that. I'm sitting there like, okay, what? That's that. Okay, good. Appreciate it, dog. Appreciate it, dog. That's that Dallas Independent School District. Did that. Um, but either way, back here on the Players Lounge, man, getting things uh, wrapped up for you for uh, the game tomorrow, man. So many mm-hmm. things that we have tried to go over to get you, hey, Feeling like, hey, you stocking like Rocky, buff like the Hulk. Feeling like your team gonna do what they do. There we go. You know, because uh, look, man, it's one of those. It's one of those games where you feel like you could go into it, you could blow this team out, you can have the weekend to yourself, bring in the new year, everybody feeling good, uh, everything goes your way on Sunday. You could be potentially looking at hey, there you go, the knife, hey. <laughs> the knife rush. He give me my Cuban Ruby. <laughs> Talking into existence. Oh, there yeah, no, things can start happening for us, Poppy. You know, uh, but look, man, it's it's one of those things where you have everything to play for on this Thursday. I know the question is starting to circulate: Do you rest, guys? Do you this, that? Man, I think this is that weekend. This Thursday, you've got to, all hands on deck. You got to got approach to. this like, look, we got everything to play for and everything to lose all at the same time. So uh, that's where I am. But Dak Prescott again. Played his tail off uh, on Saturday versus Philly and probably had one of his better games of the season. Going into this game, D-Mac, what do you want to see from Dak? I need to see Dak protect the ball. There it is. I need The same thing Jerry wants, the same thing all the rest of Cowboy Nations want, Nation wants. We need to see him protect the ball. Interceptions, fumbles, we need to stay away from all that. We know it happens, but when it – continues to happen every week and consistently, yeah. that's when we need to say, hey, man, we need a game where it's none of that. All right? I want to see him protect the ball. He don't need to do anything special. He don't have to have 355, three touchdowns, all that stuff. I just need to see him protect the ball and be able to to manage the game. Not be a game manager. There just manage the game, keep it balanced, and make sure that everybody's in the right spot. Put his receipt, put the ball on his receivers, get his accuracy right, because once again, we need that momentum going into the playoffs. Because we in the playoffs. We in there. But we need you to go into the playoffs with confidence. Because as we talk about, confidence and momentum are very important. It's whatever team is hot. And the, how can you get hot as a team? Have your quarterback hot, ready to go. That is. You have to. That is. You said it 100% right there. Take care of the football. And I know that's been a, you know, a tough thing for Dak since he's gotten back. I think he leads the league in interceptions since he's been yeah, back. Yeah. But we've seen he, he's a resilient player. He can respond to that situation. But we need him to take care of the football. That, that's, that's all it comes down to. Because what we understand is the only reason Houston was able to stick around in that game a couple weeks ago because we turned the football over. We don't turn the football over. We stomp on Houston. Same thing that comes here at Tennessee. I don't think they have the depth. They don't have the talent to be able to hang with this team. The only way they're able to stick around is if we turn the football over. So, Dak, just keep, you know, don't don't try to press for anything. You know, if, the, if your number one option ain't there, number two option ain't there, don't be afraid to check the football down to Tony Pollard. We see what he can do in the open field. Check the football down or just throw the football away and live to play another down. But take care of the football. You do that, this should be a no-issue game. Uh, you know, I, I forgot one because, like, 
there's a fourth option in there. Run that thing like he was doing against uh, <laughs> yeah. man. Take like, off. You, do you realize what it does to a defense when you have that? When you have to worry about the quarterback scrambling yeah, and, and oh, yeah. getting first downs with his legs, it, it's a whole new part that the defensive coordinator is like, man, how do we stop this? Do we put a spy <laughs> on him? Like, how we can't play two man because everybody's turning their back yep. and then he could just take off running. That brings a whole another uh, facet to Dak's, Dak Prescott's game. So I'd actually like to see him do that a little bit more. You don't have to, have to be crazy, Mm-mm. but yeah, man, pull it down a little bit, man. Go ahead and repetition. Yeah, you, you see my homes doing yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Even Joe B. Joe yeah. Burrow run a little bit. Who? Oh, right. No, no, okay. No. Yeah. He gonna catch you on that every time. <laughs> every time. But you know every what? I, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you on that. And, and I think he unveiled a part of his game that we've been clamoring for. We've been asking, come on, Dak, come on, man. We want we need to see you get out, use your legs more. But man, I think the challenge is to our offensive line as well, as much as it yeah. is today. Our offensive line has got to do a bit, much better job. And I know that Philly's defensive line is like that, all right? But Tyron Smith making the adjustment over to the right tackle position hasn't been smooth. And it's a lot of people that don't want to criticize big number 77 because he's first battle Hall of Famer, all those those things. He's had his struggles. And I think if you look at him, you can say, and even when a rookie, even even Tyler Smith played clean all the way up into that last last, uh, sack by Sweat. Look, they're going to have a matchup. And they're going to come into a game this week, uh, tomorrow, where, look, Tennessee doesn't do a lot of things well, but rush the pass or get after Boy, you is what they do. You. And yeah. so I want to see this offensive line clean things up, but I'm with you, uh, Danny. He can't turn the ball over. That's it. I mean, that's just become a part of his game that he's got to get rid of. And it mm-hmm. it's like, I guess – Get it over early if you're gonna do it. You know, if you're gonna do it, do it, do it, do it like you did it last week. Get it out the way. Let that your first pass. Let it, you know, let that be it. But you've got to eliminate that because those turnovers and you know, in, in a playoff situation, man, they ain't gonna do nothing but bury your team. And so we can't have it, can't allow it. And and for Dak, man, having the having his best game last week, he needs to come back this week and have an even better game. And I think the Tennessee Titans are going to uh uh, give him plenty of opportunity to do it. So, fellas, we did it again. Hold on, it is. Hey, uh, I, I, I like that. But I'm telling you, he keep throwing these interceptions. He's going to be over there in tackling drills, all right? <laughs> Hey, y'all, so y'all just gonna gloss over the tackle, the uh, the tackle tip well, on the boy, base. He got hit with an ill. That was a. Hell. I don't know what that. Go was. low, my brother. Go right. low. <laughs> <laughs> Check your shoe size or something. We thought he was going body slam, buddy. Defensive end, man. I man went over there like this. We almost got out of here, man. Right, I mean, y'all boy thought it was too hard to touch. We man. always almost man, made. <laughs> what he did? Oh, man. Oh. Get him next time. Get him next time. The boy scooting it. What it? Hey, <laughs> What did, oh. he, what did he think that was going to stop? Man? Uh, as soon as he threw that thing, he just, damn, now I got to go. That boy was scooping. <laughs> but, hey, but but that's it. That's it for our show and, and how we always ended on game day eve. Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. Here we go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!